For a brief window during spring migration, from the last week of April through the middle of May, my backyard may be fluttering and crawling with sparrows. House sparrows are not part of my neighborhood's avifauna, and oddly enough, they're not related to the native sparrows of North America. But over the years, I've seen a dozen different species of native sparrows in my own backyard. A lot of birders are intimidated by sparrow identification. They're all LBJs, or little brown jobs, aren't they? But when you pay attention, recognizing most sparrows is pretty straightforward, and knowing which have similar markings gives you a heads up to focus on noticeable differences between alternatives. The blog post associated with today's program includes lots of photos. Despite being entirely and uniquely unstreaked among sparrows, dark-eyed juncos are not only related to North American sparrows, they are sparrows, and they're virtually always the first to arrive at our feeders each year. A flock of about a dozen spent this entire winter on Peabody Street. By the afternoon of April 26th, I had over 200. Identifying juncos is straightforward, and even young females in our backyards are unstreaked with the distinctive junconian solid pink bill, white tummy, and white outer tail feathers. This year, my first fox sparrow arrived on April 11th, and I've seen a smattering of them every day since, but they'll soon be moving on. Like most sparrows, fox sparrows have streaked backs, but they also have a prominently streaked underside, the streaks coalescing in a prominent central spot. Three other adult sparrows sometimes seen in Northland backyards, Song, Savannah, and Lincolns, share that. The fox sparrow is by far the largest and rustiest of the four, and its conspicuous rusty tail differentiates it from all other sparrows. The song sparrow shares the fox sparrow's streaked underside with that central spot, but the song sparrow is much smaller and gray-brown, not rusty. Song sparrows arrive early in spring, too. My first this year showed up on April 15th. The song sparrow is extremely important for even beginning birders to learn because it's a common nesting backyard bird over much of North America and it winters over most of the United States. Study its face as well as its breast streaks. The dark blackish triangle on either side of the white throat, called a malar stripe, is an important field mark. Unlike juncos and fox sparrows, one or two pairs of song sparrows will nest right here on Peabody Street, so they'll remain a conspicuous daily bird into October. Soon, another sparrow with a streaked underside will also appear in my yard at least a few times. Lincoln Sparrow shares that streaked underside with the central spot, but its streaks seem painted on by the finest brush or pencil, while the song sparrows seem painted on with a much thicker brush. Lincoln Sparrow is one of my favorites for its soft appearance. Lincoln sparrows nest in boggy areas up here, so most of us see them in our backyards only during migration. 
The other sparrows with streaking are much less likely to be seen in most suburban-type backyards, except rarely during migration, and then usually only during bad weather. If you spend any time birding in grasslands, the savanna sparrow is important to learn, but don't count on seeing one in your yard. I've seen them in mine just once or twice in the 41 years I've lived here during late snowfalls. Most savanna sparrows have a noticeable yellow lore, the marking between the eye and bill, which may be bright or quite dull. Next time, I'll focus on the Native American backyard sparrows that are usually unstreaked beneath. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.